This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. College football time. Let me just throw a couple uh, a couple bets that I threw out there, all right? Because these are uh, some last-minute plays. I like Iowa plus 4.5 on the road against Purdue. I think they might win that game outright. Uh, earlier, we talked with the man, Reed Wallach. He said that's his favorite money line underdog bet of the weekend. So I also agree with that. Here's some I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on. I like Minnesota, 15-point favorites against Nebraska. Sorry, Cam, you're starting quarterback. Casey Thompson's probably not playing in this game. Tanner Morgan will be playing in this game, and it doesn't even matter because Minnesota is going to run for 350 yards against Nebraska. Even on the road, I feel pretty good about that. Uh, I played, now let's get into it, actually. Texas is my favorite bet of the weekend. I really like Texas. I think Texas is a good football team. I think Texas could be unbeaten right now. They've just had some really bad, bad turnover luck. luck, man. They've also had some really bad penalty luck. They're a very undisciplined team, which I think says a lot about our guy, uh, Sark, over there. But they lost to Alabama on a last-second field goal. They had quarterback injuries. Like, if Quinn doesn't go down in that game, they probably win. I want to say that, but Quinn was so awful last week in the second half. Maybe they don't win. Maybe it was actually best that Hudson played that game. They blew a 14-point lead in that loss to Texas Tech, though. A lot of luck involved in that one. Texas Tech went 6-8 of eight on fourth down attempts and won the turnover battle 2-0, so we could kind of throw that one out there. And then they blew a double-digit lead against Oklahoma State as well. They had 14 penalties in that game for 115 yards, going back to them being undisciplined. But I think this is a perfect spot. I really hate betting against Kansas State, but they're beat up right good. now. Deuce Vaughn's dealing with some injuries. They're saying again for the second straight week he's not going to have a full workload. Last week it didn't matter because he went over 100 yards. But Kansas State's played a really tough schedule, and Texas is coming off the bye. And if Texas loses this game, I don't think Sark's getting fired, right, no, Paige? You're right, no. but no. but I do think at Texas, if you're five and four with this roster, because right now they're five and three, if they lose and they're five and four, there's going to be some pissed off boosters. And it's Texas, you know how those people get Matthew McConaughey down on the sideline. They don't. He's play. not. He's not showing up at that team's five and four. If McConaughey ain't showing up. The money's not showing up. The chicks ain't showing up. So I think they're going to at least be able to contain that Kansas State rushing attack. They got to beat up Deuce Vaughn. If you check the rushing success rate, actually, Texas, believe it or not, top 12 in the country in run defense. And I really like their secondary. They play a lot of man. And on the outside, Kansas State really doesn't have the weapons. And we don't even know who their starting quarterback is going to be because Will Howard's been getting most of the reps at practice. I actually like Adrian Martinez better. Yeah, me too. You see with the bigger sample size, Will Howard, not that great. He's a downgrade from Martinez. Martinez was playing a great, I mean, he was on pace for 1,000 rushing yards. He didn't turn the football over. So I just think Bijan Robinson and that Texas offense are just going to roll. I'd probably make this game four and a half, five. So I like Texas at two and a half. Like him on the money line. Anything under three and a half, I'd play the Longhorns here. Uh, here's kind of a, me being a homer, but I also like the number pick. Notre Dame plus four against Clemson. I also did a little sprinkle on the money line. I do think this should be closer to three. And I get why people like Clemson so much because they're a household name. It's Notre Dame. You think Notre Dame, they're choking big spots. But look at Clemson, man. They escaped Wake Forest in overtime, double overtime. They barely beat Syracuse, even though they dominated in that game. And they barely beat them because they couldn't stop throwing up all over themselves and turning the ball over. To beat Syracuse, they had to bench DJ. 
They bring in Cade, who should be the starting quarterback, like Cade, Cade Klubnik. We knew that week one. And then right after the game, Dabble's like, nope, DJ's our starting quarterback. We just needed a different look today. So you're going against a it's tough a Notre Don't Dame defense. Don't you think defense. that's a lie? I, I, I could see, okay, so if they get off to a slow start in this game against Notre Dame, yeah, I think they'll pull the plug early and we'll get Cade in this I game. Yeah, I agree. And then I don't like the bet as much. I do like this bet with DJ. And DJ got off to a nice little start this season, so I understand why that's their guy. He lost all that weight. You know, he's been running the football. He's been using his legs a little bit more. I just, I don't know if Will Shipley's going off for another buck 50 in this game and having a career game like he did a couple weeks ago. And say what you want about Notre Dame, it hasn't been a great start for the Marcus Freeman era, but they're 2-0 and against the two top, or two of the top teams, I should say, in the ACC. Not the two top teams, because that would be obviously Clemson, but they beat Syracuse, they beat North Carolina, and they beat them both on the road. Now they're at home, home field advantage. I know they did lose at home to Marshall. But also in those games, like the knock on Notre Dame is the quarterback play because Drew Pine's no good. But they figured things out. They're a running football team. They have a top 15 offensive line in the country. And now all of a sudden they're averaging 250 rushing yards per game. I think they could get Clemson with their ground game. And then I think you could kind of open things up with the passing attack with Drew Pine. You're going to get Michael Mayer involved. He's the best tight end in the country. Mm -hmm. Some crossing routes, some play action, some easy throws for Pine early in the game. Let them get a little bit of confidence. And everybody keeps telling me, the last thing I'll say on this game, everybody keeps telling me that Notre Dame's not going to be able to run the ball on Clemson. Look at the teams that Clemson's played. Nobody could run the ball. The only team that has a pulse as far as a run game is Florida State. Florida State ran for 206 yards, and 139 of them were in the first half. And then in the second half, they were down three scores. So they went away for the run game, man. So I really like Notre Dame in this spot, plus four. little money line sprinkle. Another one, this is scary. Central Florida, I feel like this is a letdown spot. Memphis, three and a half. Their head coach, Ryan Silverfield, on the hot seat right now. I go on with them every Wednesday, and they're pissed at this guy. And it makes sense. I mean, but you got UCF coming off this huge win over Cincinnati at the bounce house. We were on them last week. Memphis, though, historically gets up for these big games. If you look at over the last decade, the last 10 years, big sample size, 5-0 and against the spread as a home underdog against ranked opponents. And they've won four of those games outright. They beat UCLA. They beat Houston. They beat Ole Miss. They beat SMU. The only outright loss came to Central Florida, and they were five-point dogs in that game. That was back in 2019. And the other thing is Reese Plumley is questionable. He had a concussion last week, and obviously we know with concussions right now, ever since the Tua thing, mm-hmm. especially in college, we don't know that they're just rushing him out of there or if he's going to clear the concussion protocol. And Central Florida likes to run the ball with Reese Plumley. And the only thing that you could say about the Memphis defense, because the secondary has given up over 350 yards per game, They could stop the run. They're 44th in the country against the run, 112th against the pass. All the losses for them have been close. I think this is a must-win game for their head coach if he wants to keep his job. They could score points. I like Memphis plus three and a half. And again, a little sprinkle on the money line there. Uh, Here's one where I'm not sprinkling on the money line, but I think the number's too big, and I know it's the most public vet team, is North Carolina. And I like Drake May. I think he's the best freshman quarterback in the country. I don't know that they're seven and a half points better than Virginia which is crazy to say because we just watched Virginia last week against Miami. They lost to that version of Miami, and neither team scored a touchdown, and that game went to double overtime. But Virginia's not a good football team. I just I like You like the under here. in that spot, too? I kind of like the under Even in that spot, too. Even with UNC, how much See, they score? That's the problem, is UNC. So I would rather just fade them and fade Mac. Maybe take Virginia team total under. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just because teams Carolina. tend to play shootouts yeah, when they're yeah, in Charlottesville. Just yeah. like uh, of when Virginia played Louisville. Virginia is the 33rd, 33rd in the country in scoring defense, which you would never believe because offensively they're so bad. Armstrong stinks, but they're only giving up 21.5 points per game. They probably have a top five secondary. 
And I just like fading Mac Brown in, in fade in North Carolina. Mac Brown, three and seven against the spread as a road conference favorite. And if you look at five of those 10 games, they've lost outright. So this is just a fade. Seven and a half, too many points. I also like the sandwich spot. So Louisville's got Clemson coming up. They got a tough schedule to close out the season. And you have James Madison. So you have Louisville just beat Wake Forest. If you go back and watch that game, Wake Forest, man, they just threw up all over themselves. Ugh. Sam Hartman, he always has one of those games every year, though. And he just can't, like, he, he turns the ball over. Next drive turns the ball over. But they had eight turnovers in that game. That was so painful. That I had insane. that in a parlay. And I thought that was like, all right, let's just take Wake Forest like he's on the fig- money line. He'll just, figure it out. He just, he just, and, and a lot of those were fluky. You know, we just talked yeah. with Reed about that, too. There were some tip balls at the line of scrimmage. Yes. But you have James Madison. We were hyping them up. They were a great story. And then they lost two straight games. They're getting their quarterback back this week, which is huge. And the other thing, Louisville likes to lean on their run game and use Malik Cunningham's legs, James Madison is a very good run defense. So I think they could keep this game close, even if they're sneaking in in the back door. I think seven and a half is too many points. And then speaking of Wake Forest, I played the worst of the number. I got it at four. It's down to three, I guess, right now. But I think this is the perfect bounce back spot. North Carolina State is not the same team without Devin Leary. They did go to MJ Morris, who's a true freshman, one of the top-ranked quarterbacks in the nation coming out of high school. And he looked pretty good because Jack Chambers, their original backup, was terrible. But still, man, North Carolina State wants to be a running football team, and it makes no sense. Dave Doran, I don't I don't get it, because Jordan Houston, the running back, hasn't rushed for over 100 yards in a game all season. I get why you would like NC State anything over 3.5, because they're at home, and they're 5-0 and at home this season. But I think this is a good Wake Forest by low bounce back spot. I think they win this game by a touchdown, so I'm going Ooh. Wake. And then I'm waiting. I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to be playing Georgia. We broke that game down last night against Tennessee. I love Tennessee. I love Heupel. I think they're a great story. I think Hennon Hooker should be the Heisman. So I'm hoping if they do lose, it's a close loss because I want him to win it too. But I got to, George is going to be so motivated. All they've heard about is Tennessee. You know, Kirby's went back and watched that Bama game a bunch. It won't surprise me if Tennessee does pull out the upset, but I'm going with Georgia and I'm probably going to bet him pretty just, big. Are, did you say, so did you get off of Tennessee and then on to Georgia? No, I never had any. I, I wanted Tennessee. Like, I wanted a way better number. And at eight and a half. I was looking at the eight and a half. I had it circled, and then it got down to eight, and I was just waiting to see if we really get to seven and a half with Georgia. And like Reed said, that popped today, but I was in Bethesda, Maryland, and I was kind of holding out hope for seven. He says there's no chance. I don't know about that. Though. I think I don't know if it'll get to seven. I think we could see some seven and a halves tomorrow. Absolutely, seven stay and, stay true. Seven and a half, and that's fine with me. Uh, and then a couple other ones that I played really small. I'm going to play Temple plus three and a half against South Florida at home. Just getting over the field goal. Temple's been a much better team this year, and uh, I like Tulsa tomorrow at home, catching more too. than a touchdown oh, plus yeah. seven and a half. That's actually a really good bet. And if they're going to cover the seven and a half, I think that correlates with the under. So I might bet the under. I'm just hoping to maybe get a point more or something like that. 